You're listening to the Connecticut Real Estate Edge Podcast, your source for tips and tricks on building wealth through real estate in Connecticut. You will get the best techniques from leading local experts in real estate and lending. Now, here's your host, Robert Weinberg. Saturday morning to everybody. Welcome to Mortgage Matters Radio Show and the Connecticut Real Estate Edge Podcast. Along with Rob Weinberg, I'm Gary Byron. Rob, how are you there, buddy? Doing good, Gary. How you doing? You know, I, I take it one one day at a time. Don't you know? we all? Right now, that's all you can do. You know what I try to do? I try to live in the moment. And listen, every day is a blessing, right? Tomorrow's not guaranteed. Um, I'm not saying don't make long-term goals. We should always have short-term and long-term goals, but... There's no guarantee, my friend. So I, you know, when I when I have an opportunity presents itself, I try to seize it. You know, you need to look at every day as a blessing, right? I do, and capitalize because you don't know when your time is up. That's the thing. So you really got to just seize mm-hmm. the day, mm-hmm. use the opportunity, like you said, be positive, be optimistic for a new day because. Sure. Just the fact that we woke up and we're here right now talking, that's a blessing. That's a blessing. And in this time of year, too, you know, we're getting towards the holidays, the end of the year. Now's really time to be looking ahead. How is um? How are things in the I, I know you're not a realtor. You, you're, you take care of the other stuff, which is the mortgage side, um, as well as you know, put people putting together their legal team and financial team and, and um, accounting team and so on and so forth. But as far as real estate right now, is it really in the forefront of people's minds, as you just said, as you enter the holidays? Or is it like, let's get through the holidays and come January, hit the pavement running in preparation for? Yeah, over the years, I found a lot of people, and we've talked about this before, they kind of shut their goals down or pursuing their goals when we hit the holidays, Thanksgiving, et cetera. So I don't know if they should do they shut them down or they just suspend them for a little while. They put them in the back of their head, okay. really. All right. So they're still there, but they're not pursuing them aggressively like before for scheduling reasons. Right. People vacation, people's job uh, changes as far as their hours around that time. So a lot of people just shut that part of their brain down. When it mm. comes to this time of year. So just normal seasonality. We've done an entire show on seasonality. Yeah, just recently. Yeah, and that really comes into play now because every year, no matter what's happening with rates, no matter what's happening with the economy, inflation or the market, there's always this dip in inventory. There's always a dip in interest of people buying homes because, again, the seasonality, the time of year, the obligations, the responsibilities. But then people hit that ground running, you know, first of the year. And actually next week, that's what we'll be talking about is financial goal setting. Mm-hmm. Really excited for that show. But uh, today's show, I want to focus in on a little known loan program, home renovation loans. Not only are you buying a home, but you can renovate a home. So, All right. So home renovation loans, I want to tie that into something that you just said a moment ago. Okay. It really caught my attention. You use the word economy. So knowing the inflationary period that we're presently living in right now and the growing but slowly economy i mean at at a turtle's pace too by the way how does that come into play with 
home renovation loans. Huge. Because lumber right now is through the roof. That stuff has been volatile. It went way, way up. It's come down. It went back up. It's I think it's not too crazy right now, but it was just recently. And that's the normal uh, what we hear in the media and the but news. But supply chain issues as well. They you know, If are. you're looking for granite, if you're looking for special, I'm looking to redo cupboards and I need to find certain things. It's like, well, good luck. We're, we're back ordered on this. And you go to some of these big box uh, home improvement chains. There's issues all over. Yes. Home builders are having problems finishing homes because of the supply chain. One of the biggest reasons why home renovation loans are hot and are going to get hotter over the next year, I believe, is because the limited inventory issue that we're dealing with all throughout the country, right? Limited inventory. So there's not a lot of homes for sale. There's a lot more people that want to buy homes than there are homes available, right? So where home renovation loans can really come in and make a huge difference is they can have you take this limited inventory. Let's say there's 10 homes for sale. Out of those 10, maybe only five even close to meet a criteria, then you look at those five and maybe only one or two are even close, right? Mm. So now you've got this one or two homes to bid on and maybe it doesn't have the master suite that you want. Maybe the kitchen hasn't been redone since 1989 and that needs to be redone. Maybe you work from home and there's no home office and you need to redo something to make a home office. Well, if you're a, a home buyer, first time or even a move up buyer and you look at that and go, I'm about to spend all this money on a home. Now I need to turn that home into something I feel comfortable living in. That could cost another ten, fifty, hundred thousand, right, to do the renovation. Home renovation loans can come to the rescue because not only can they help you finance the purchase, as we'll talk about, they also can help you finance the renovation and roll all that into one mortgage, one loan. So you can really kill two birds with one stone. You don't have to do it like that. There's ways to refinance using a renovation loan as well. But it's just a big opportunity because before, if you could buy a home that's perfect, you bring your toothbrush and move in, you don't need this, right? You can Mm -hmm. use a regular mortgage. But with the limited inventory, this makes a home your dream home. You can turn a home that hasn't been renovated in a while or hasn't been worked on. Maybe it's been neglected a little bit, but it's got good bones, right? You can turn that into the exact home that you want. You can turn it into really a custom home because you can do these renovations You can make these changes and now you can build tons of equity because, you know, when you buy new construction or you do uh, work on a property, a lot of the time there's built in equity in that home. That's the opportunity we're talking about. What exactly? (laughs) I I mean, what exactly is a home renovation loan? I mean, what does it entail? Right. So the renovation loan is including money for renovating, remodeling and repairing the home along with buying the home. Right. So most of the time these are going to be used for home buyers Um, and it's going to be your home purchase mortgage. But then we add on top of that additional funds, which have all of the money that you're going to need for the home improvements. It can it can include permitting. It can include architectural work and, and all of the ins and outs and little details that need to be done when you're getting into a renovation or a rehabilitation project. And a lot of people don't know about home renovation loans. They aren't familiar with them. There's a little bit different guidelines. There's certain timelines you have to meet. They're a different animal than a regular mortgage. They really are. And as we'll be talking about, you really need to work with an advisor, work with somebody that knows, that understands, that has experience with these loans, because there's a lot more moving parts with a home renovation loan than you're going to find with your typical conventional or FHA type of loan. So there you go. Well, renovation loans, they're they're kind of a unique product in and of themselves. Why is that? Yeah, so 
one of the things that makes renovation loans unique is that you can make renovations or repairs that total up to 75% of the as completed value. So what we're talking about is looking at the property and what is the property going to be worth in the future after the renovations are made. So you may have a home right now that needs a lot of work. There's a value to it as is in the current state. But then there's work that you're looking to do on the home. There's repairs that need to be made on the home. So we get a detailed um, analysis of those work and repairs that need to be made. And then the appraiser will assign a future value or the as completed value. And you can borrow up to 75% of that as completed value to go towards renovations. So it can be a huge amount of money. It can be several hundred thousand dollars. We're not talking about necessarily small. And there is a special limited uh, renovation program we'll talk about. But that's one of the things that make it that makes it unique. And it's not a cash out refinance. There's a big difference between a cash out refi and a renovation loan, although there's some similarities. What the renovation loan is going to give you the ability to do is to renovate a home where you may have no equity or very little equity in, right? Because if you're buying a home, you may only be putting three and a half, three and a half percent down, five percent down, ten percent down. That may not be enough, or it, it's not enough to do like a refinance to pull equity up. But the renovation loan is this like hack, this loophole that you can use in the guidelines, a special program where you can borrow all this money to renovate the home to create what you want. So like I was saying, one of the greatest unique attributes of this loan is you can turn this dud home. People look at like an ugly, like a, an ugly pig home, right? No one wants to live there. It's not a good property. It may have safety issues, health issues. You just may not feel comfortable living there. It's been neglected. You can turn that into your dream home. You can turn that into a home that's what you want. There are some limitations, right? I mean, you're not usually going to see people with these renovation loans getting the top, top tier countertop, you know? You're going to want to be in between on a lot of that because of the value that you receive from the work that's done. You're not going to want to spend $3,000 on a shower head with one of these renovation loans because you're not going to get that back in the value in the equity of the property. So those are the types of limitations. There's others, but it's a, it's a great opportunity, as I said, especially right now with the limited inventory. So can a, a renovation loan be used only for purchase or a, a, a refinance as well? It can be used for both. Okay. So, you know, we're talking really mainly about home purchases because the majority of renovation loans are going to be home purchases where, again, you're buying a home that needs some work on it. So that's going to be the majority. But one of the great things is that you can use these renovation loan products for a refinance. So you can take your conventional mortgage or your FHA mortgage or VA mortgage, and you can refinance into one of these renovation loans. And we can not only pay off your current loan, but add these additional funds on top that will allow you to make these renovations. So if you've lived in your home for a while, I've seen these used with people. Maybe they bought their home in, you know, the nineties or early two thousands. Now fast forward a couple decades. They're in a different health situation. They're in a different physical situation. Maybe they want to move the master suite to the first floor, right? That's a common thing. Maybe they don't have as good mobility anymore in their property. They can't constantly be going up and down the stairs. So you can use a renovation loan to turn that home into what you need to stay there long term, which is great. I used an example of a home office, a lot of people working from home. So you can renovate the home to become that home office that you've been dreaming of so you can stay there and that you don't have to sell and move up. 
you can actually use that refinance to do the work that you need to stay there. So that's huge. And I would say the top reasons for the refinancing renovation would be we discussed uh, retirement. That's huge. Downsizing, you know, maybe you can just reutilize some of the rooms in your home, turn a bedroom into an art studio, turn a bedroom into an office, uh, a playroom for the kids, renovate your basement. Like there's a lot of different things that you could do because of that. But um, those are really the main uses when we're talking about refining. Only interior or exterior? No, all interior and exterior. So if a person wanted to build a garage, I'm just speaking hypothetical. Um, maybe their house doesn't have a garage. Like, geez, you know, I love, I don't want to move. I love my house. I just wish I had a two car garage for my wife and I, uh, well, you should have gotten a house with a garage, but I love the home. It's not the home. I love the home. I love where it's at. I love the school system. I love the town. I love the home, but mm. it doesn't have a garage. I need to take, I don't want to move and just and buy a house with a two car garage. I may not like the house, even though it's got a garage, you know, yep. um, can I, can I get a loan and on, on. Through you, through yes, through my mortgage provider. Now, not all lenders offer this stuff. A lot you'll find a lot of smaller local banks and credit unions. They don't offer renovation loans. Like I mentioned, this is more of a specialty program. I do offer several types of renovation loans, actually. Um, and you'll find like your mortgage brokers a lot of the time will offer these. Your correspondent lenders, mortgage bankers like myself, we offer these. Again, you're going to have problems with the local bank, the credit union, because these are specialized loans. These are not easy. Yeah. There's a lot of extra guidelines. So I would imagine that one of the questions that well, you would need to know, how much is this going to, how much of a loan do you need? Right, so do you go out and say to your client, can you go get three quotes from different contractors or which one appeals yeah, most well, to you? one of and- the first, so one of the first steps in the renovation loan process is finding that contractor. That's very early in the process and getting bids from the contractor. You can talk to several um, to get there, you know, to figure out who you're going to use. But, yeah, like that's like pretty much square one or square two of your process is going to be figuring out about how much money you need. Now, there's some great features in renovation loans like contingency reserves. So typically the lender is going to collect 10 to 15 percent additional money on top of that bid because these things always go over budget. I mean, that's the bottom line of it. You need to be prepared for that. We can finance that overage into the loan. It's actually one of the standard benefits of a renovation loan. So yeah, you need to know what it costs. And one of the first steps I go through with my clients that are interested in this is figure out what contractor you're going to use. I don't care what property you're going to buy, but figure out what contractor you're going to use because the contractor is actually as important or more important than your qualifications as the home buyer or as the homeowner when it comes to this stuff. So definitely forefront when it comes to contractors. All right. I mean, and and if you were to buy a home, let's say just the opposite. Let's say you're buying a home and you want a two-car garage and it doesn't have it. You just sit sit there and say, well, (laughs) I guess I better keep looking. Or can you work... Uh, if you're going to have a, a, a contract or a builder come out and build you a garage onto the home, could that be added, included it into the mortgage? It could be added in. Now, in your example with a garage, a garage to me, though, is one that would be iffy if it would work with a renovation loan. It's not because it's not allowed. It's because of the contributory value okay. that the garage adds on. So we're really going to want to concentrate on these are renovations that are going to add a lot of value to the home, like adding a second story, adding a bedroom or bathroom, Ooh. redoing the kitchen, you know, things like that, maybe doing a finished basement that can really add contributory value. Whereas, for example, spending 
a lot of these ones won't let you do landscaping, like because that's not something that will add a lot of value. There's only certain types of renovation loans that'll let you add a pool. <laughs> a pool's a big one. People ask about certain loans won't even let you add a pool, and a pool is one of those things where it might cost you fifty grand, but it might only add twenty or thirty to the value of the home. So this is something, and, and why it's so important to deal with an expert that knows these programs, because. There's a lot of appraisal issues that come up with these renovation loans because, as you can imagine, you may think the house is going to be worth a certain amount when the renovation's done. The appraiser may have a different opinion. And when that appraisal comes back, you may find out you can't get the top tier granite countertops. You can't get the $2,000 showerhead. You can't get all these bells and whistles you thought you wanted that you could finance in, but because it doesn't make sense from the lending standpoint, it doesn't add the value. And that's really what we're looking at is what are the renovations and what's the value going to be when they're completely done. Well, it sounds like there's a myriad of different types of renovation loans. There is. There's really three. I mean, there's two main ones and a third that I'll mention because a lot of our listeners I know are real estate investors. They're people that build real estate portfolios. And a lot of those people use private money. So we'll talk about that. But the different types of renovation loans, the most common ones are going to be the FHA 203k loan. Now, the FHA 203k loan has two different types. There's the limited 203k, which is going to be for rehabs under $35,000. That's very, very clear. Under $35,000, you're going to want to use an FHA limited 203K. When you're talking about large renovations over the 35000 standard FHA 203K loans. Now, 203Ks have some guidelines. You can't build pools with them. Um, there are some restrictions, but overall, it's a great loan program. And like regular FHA loans, 203Ks are very forgiving when it comes to your credit score. They're much more forgiving when it comes to your debt ratio. So if you're marginally qualified, an FHA 203K may be the best option for you for a renovation loan. The next one is going to be the home style loan. So A conventional mortgage we talk about with Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac. Fannie Mae has a stellar, it's absolutely phenomenal renovation loan program. It's called a home style loan, home style. That is the conventional mortgage renovation loan. And HomeStyle has so much flexibility with it because they will pretty much finance anything that's permanently affixed to the home. So pools are allowed. With this, you can do a like an accessory dwelling. You can build an in-law apartment or a dwelling unit that could be used. A lot of people are doing that right now. So the Fannie Mae home style is much more flexible than the 203K. There's a lot more availability of what you can do. Um, it's less stringent, but the downside is the Fannie Mae home style. You have to have a little better credit. You might have to put a little more down payment. Mm. Um, it's underwritten a little more like a traditional conventional loan. So that's that. And the last one I touched on is the hard money or private money renovation loans. Now, this is not something that I specialize in, but I deal with so many investors and so many people every day that call me to talk this stuff. I know that there's a lot of private lenders, private investors, you know, non-banks that they specifically work with like real estate investors, helping them buy homes that are in really bad shape that need to be gutted and renovated. So private money or hard money renovation loans are something that's common in the real estate community. If we didn't mention it, we'd be leaving out a huge piece. But for most of our listeners here, they're going to be focused on the FHA 203K and the Fannie Mae home style. You are listening to Mortgage Matters Radio Show and the Connecticut Real Estate Edge podcast along with Rob Weinberg. I'm Gary Byron. You can check him out online at robgw.com as well 
As is uh, 860-413-3938 in case you were looking to make an appointment. By the way, I'll give you those uh, points of contact, including an email address, more towards the end of the show. Rob, can you talk about uh, some of the differences between the FHA 203K that you just, I think you just mentioned yep. that? Um, versus, let's say, that, that Fannie Mae home style. Right. Room. So many differences. Like, we could literally sit yeah. here for a half hour just to talk. But yeah. let me touch on the main ones. So, in the beginning of the show, we were discussing, like, time limits and supply chain constraints. One of the biggest challenges right now with any construction or remodel project is the supply chain issues and the timelines yeah. yep. that it's going to take. One yeah. of the reasons why, unfortunately, some people are – choosing not to go with these loans is because there's a time limit. You can't just take three years to do a renovation project. So the FHA 203K is going to have a six-month time limit. So you need to make sure with your contractor that supply chain and their workload and everything, they can do the renovations you need in less than six months. So the limited 203K, like I said, under 35000 in repairs, that's normally used for minor remodeling, non-structural repairs, because again, under 35000 A lot of people use that limited 203K to connect to public utilities. So you might have a home that is on a well, but there is public water available. You can use that limited 203K to hook the property up to the public utilities. The remodeling, uh, windows, doors, roof, lead paint stabilization is big. If you're buying a home that's an older home, it might have lead paint. You want to stabilize that because that can be a health issue. So that's what the limited 203K is mainly going to be used for. Then we fast forward over to your standard 203K. I would say the biggest issue or the biggest item that people don't realize when they do a standard 203K versus these other renovation loans is that the standard 203K requires that you use a HUD consultant. Now, a HUD consultant is somebody that's basically the eyes and ears of the Federal Housing Administration on your project. They're the ones that are going to be reviewing a lot of the work that's being done. They're going to go and report back to FHA to make sure that the work that said it was going to be done is going to be done and all of the I's are dotted and T's are crossed. The thing is, in Connecticut and in general, these contractors are few and far between. So you may have you know, several weeks before a contract or excuse me, before a HUD consultant can get out to your property and actually look at the work, very high demand. And right now, a lot of people trying to, you know, renovate homes and whatnot, it can cause a time constraint on it. Now, the minimum project cost on a standard 203K is $5,000. So you cannot go under 5,000. That's the minimum, but I'm sure you'd agree. 5,000 isn't hard to spend on a home renovation, right? Next thing is that the standard 203K, you can actually convert the units. So you can take like a two-unit home and turn it into a single-family home. Very attractive, right? A lot of people want to take these big two-family homes, a lot of square footage, a lot of bedrooms and bathrooms. You can renovate that into your dream single-family home for you and your family to live in. Um, repairing or filling in a pool. So you can't build a new pool, but if there's one already there, you can repair it, you can fill it in, or you can install a fence. Um, structural repairs and additions, foundation repairs, that sort of thing. But an FHA 203K, and they're very, very specific on this, cannot be used for luxury items. Okay. No luxury mm -hmm. items. Now, next thing is the, the, um, the home style loan, right? So we talked about the different 203K. The home style loan is going to give you more flexibility on the timeline because home style loans, we can go up to 15 months on the timeline. Okay. 15 months. So a lot more reasonable. The two, or excuse me, the home style loan can be used to complete the final work on a property 
that's 90% complete. So there's some homes right now that people started and never finished, right? Maybe they hit a snag with the contractor. Maybe they hit a, you know, an issue with their job or something with the mortgage company and they can't finish the home. The home style loan can be used to finish a property that's 90% complete. That might open up a great opportunity for you to take a home that's almost done and turn that into your perfect property. And there's no HUD consultant required. Mm. That's huge because as you're hearing, these consultants are busy, they're specific, they have to report back. So I always recommend if you can, I always try to do the home style if possible because of the flexibility. One of the big things that I get asked on this is what about self-help? What about me? I want to do the work. I have time. I have money. I want to do the work myself. It's an absolute no. Don't even ask. No question. I've never seen one done. So if you're trying to do the work yourself, these renovation loans will not work for you. Unless you're a contractor. Nope. Even if you're a contractor, it's a conflict of interest. You cannot be the contractor and the borrower on the loan at all. So no self-help. You can't have like your your wife helping you to do it or any of that. It just needs to be an independent contractor, someone that's not related. And for a lot of people, that's an absolute like – I don't want it then because I want to do the work myself to save money. That's not who this is for. The last thing is that on all these loans, you can finance up to six months of payments if you're unable to occupy the home. So if it's a major renovation, you need to go live somewhere else or you know a hotel or whatever, you can actually finance your mortgage payments for six months. So while you're not living there, the mortgage is actually coming out of the new loan and you're not paying it out of pocket. Very hey, I'm running out of time, Rob. I'm just curious. Why, why are renovation loans much more difficult to, to get than just a, a regular regular mortgage? It, it's because they're higher risk. You know, you're dealing with these renovations. It's super high risk. There's contractors involved. There's a lot that can go wrong. And also the interest rate's going to be affected. Interest rates on these are usually going to be anywhere from a quarter to a half a point higher than a regular conventional or FHA loan. I, I just... I, I, one of the importance of, of the contractor in the renovation. I mean, I would imagine you contractor just is that, so yeah. important. Contractor is the most important part of these renovation loans. After you're qualified, the next thing is getting your contractor uh, qualified for the loan. The maximum is one general contractor that can have subcontractors. They must be in business a minimum of five years. So no Uncle Joe who just started his contracting company. Um, no major judgments or infractions. They have to be responsive. They have to be great at communicating. They have to be on board for this process. Yeah. There's going to be a lot of work on everyone's end. Make sure your contractor is on the ball. Why can a renovation loan be more advantageous than, let's say, the cash out refi that you yep. always talked about or, or even a home equity loan or a HELOC? Because the home renovation loans uses the after repair value. All these other loans use the current as is value. This one uses the after repair. So a lot of times you can't even get a loan on a home that's got really bad condition. You can do it with one of these loans because we're renovating it into a condition that's going to be great. That's one of the biggest things there. And then also lower credit score requirements. So a renovation loan is going to be easier to get than a high loan to value cash out refi where usually you might need a – you know, a credit score in the high 600s, low 700s. Some of these renovation loans, we can go down to a 620 credit score. Phenomenal. Really quick, quick answer. Your top three tips for those thinking about getting a renovation loan. Number one, be educated. Know what you're getting into. Understand the loan. Number two, spend time seeking out an expert mortgage advisor. Somebody that really understands this, that is an educator, that has knowledge, that has the heart of a teacher. Lastly, find an amazing contractor to work with. Even if it takes you talking to two, three, or four, find a great contractor and hit the ground running. Folks, if you'd like more information on this show or any other other topics that we discuss, uh, 
contact a Mortgage Matters radio show at uh, robgw.com. That's robgw.com. Send an email to the show. We'll try to get your question answered. Mortgage Matters radio show at gmail.com. And finally, to set up that meeting, 860-413-3938. Again, 860-413-3938. Rob Weinberg, I'm Gary Byron. Thank you so much for listening to Mortgage Matters Radio Show and the Connecticut Real Estate Edge Podcast. Until next Saturday morning, have a good one, everybody. So long. Thanks for listening. If you have questions about the information we've covered or would like to discuss mortgage financing for your situation, you can reach Robert Weinberg by visiting www.robgw.com.